Hello and praise the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is Evangelist Frank King. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. What an amazing thing it is for us to study the Word of God together. Today I want to talk about making Christ our priority. I will be ministering from the Gospel according to Luke chapter 10. And I will be using the NASB version of the Bible. Making Christ your priority. The question is, if Jesus were to stop by your house today, what would you do with the time you had together? We always have options and choices for utilizing our time. And the options and choices that we make say a lot about what matters most in our life. As I said today, I want to talk about the importance of making Christ the priority in your life. These days, we are extremely busy people. We always have more things to do than we have time in which to do them. And it's so easy for us to get sidetracked. The only way that Christ can become the priority in your life is that you are determined to not let anything else stop you from making him the priority in your life. The event that we are about to study takes place at the house of one by the name of Martha. Verse 38 reads, As they were traveling along, he entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. So Martha received Jesus into her house. I believe he had a special relationship with Martha and her family. You see, Martha had a sister named Mary, and these two sisters were the sisters of Lazarus. According to the gospel, according to John chapter 11, Jesus loved Lazarus. So anyway, Jesus enters this village and he stops at the house of Martha. When he stopped by Mary... The sister was also at the house. And while Jesus was there, according to verse 39, Mary was seated at the Lord's feet, listening to his word. Now, at the start of this message, I asked, what would you do if Jesus physically came to your house? Well, Mary demonstrates the correct answer. Some people might say, I don't see anything outstanding about what Mary did. Well, that would be because they don't appreciate the value of the Word of God like they should. The Word of God is a priceless treasure. It is the words of life. So when Jesus, the living Word, came in the house, Mary sat at his feet and heard his word. So that's what Mary was doing while Jesus was there. 
Now let's look at what Martha was doing. Verse 40. But Martha was distracted with all her preparations. And she came up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? Then tell her to help me. Now, I'm going to give Martha the benefit of the doubt. The business of serving that this verse talks about was probably to be a good host to the Lord while he was there. Let's say that was the case. Obviously, there would be nothing wrong with that. In fact, it would be commendable. Martha was very passionate about what she was doing. She thought what she was doing was so important that the Lord should order Mary to get up and help her. But you know, the Lord didn't see it the way Martha did. This is how the Lord responded to Martha's request, beginning at verse 41. The Lord answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered about so many things. But only one thing is necessary, for Mary has chosen the good part which shall not be taken away from her. Jesus said, one thing is necessary. He is saying, Martha, out of all the activity that's going on right now, there is but one thing that's needful, and your sister is doing exactly that sitting at my feet and hearing what I'm saying. So think about us. We do many things in a day that we feel they just have to be done. But too often, hearing or studying the Word of God is not one of those must-do things for us. For too many church-going people, hearing the Word of God is not something we are willing to do if it's going to be at the expense of other things we are more interested in doing. The things that have been recorded in the scriptures were written for our examples. And I believe that a takeaway, an important takeaway from this recorded event in the scriptures is for us to see that Jesus views our listening to the word of God to be of great importance. Now please understand that what I'm talking about here has more to do with our quality of life than it has to do with our salvation. Some people say, I just want to make it in. They can just push me in the door of heaven before it slams shut. Well, not me. I don't want to just go to heaven, but I also want to enjoy the ride along the way. Listen, the more we allow the Lord to speak to us out of his word, the more wholesome our life will be as a Christian. Some may think that because I am a preacher that this subject is not a challenge for me. On the contrary, the longer I stay in the ministry, the more responsibility I get. 
and I still have only 24 hours a day, just like anybody else does. I still have to work. I have to show up each week before the congregation prepared to preach. I have a wife and a family, etc. And I have to try to keep some balance to all of that so I can maintain a relevant relationship with Christ. Because in the midst of everything I do, one thing is definitely needful. We are not of much value to the Lord if he is not the priority in our life. And if we are too busy to spend time with him daily, we are too busy for the Lord. Jesus knew the challenge of what I'm talking about doing his public ministry as well. While he was on earth, he couldn't do everything. He wasn't omnipresent on earth. He was in a physical body. He did what was the most important. For instance, in the gospel according to Matthew chapter 14, beginning at verse 22, Matthew records the event where Jesus made his disciples get into a boat and go ahead of him to the other side while he sent the crowds away. And after he had sent the crowds away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. You see, he couldn't do everything. He got rid of the crowd, sent his disciples along because it was now time to spend time alone with God. Now let's get practical about this discussion. I understand the kind of world that we live in. It's crazy. It can be chaotic. And so when some people hear a message like this, their argument is that I don't have time to slow the pace down and spend 15, 20, 30 minutes or whatever with God each day. My life was already on overload before I accepted Christ in my life. Ah, oh, but that's the point. You see, Christianity is not a tack on to what we are already doing. No, we must make Christ the priority at the expense of something else that used to be the priority. With 24 hours a day to work with, I believe we can find some time to be with God. Perhaps it's as simple as getting up a little earlier in the morning or spending less time with our favorite hobby or spending less time on the phone or for use, texting, gaming, social media, etc. Now let me close by reflecting a little more upon what Jesus said. As for the case of Mary and Martha, this was not a matter of right and wrong. You know, Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus hearing his word. Martha was busy with preparations and trying to be a good host. This is not a matter of 
right and wrong. It was a matter of priority. There was nothing wrong with what Martha was doing, but Jesus said, Martha, one thing is needful. So why did Jesus say that only one thing was necessary? Because the living word was in the house. If we fail to make our relationship with him our priority, we will fail to mature. Our life will lack power and we will lack proper direction from the Lord for our life. And that's why we must make it a serious goal to, in effect, sit at the feet of Jesus daily. My friend, there is no better investment we can make in our life than making it a priority to spend time with the Lord. And that is my appeal to you today. Praise God. Well, listen, I want to thank you for joining me today as we talked about making Christ your priority. Until the next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, may heaven's best be yours.